I've been there. You finally get a few minutes to work on your blog. You're excited and ready to put some work into your newest post, but you end up spending hours staring at a blank page, trying to come up with something new and original. You might even have a few solid ideas, but getting them written down on your passive income website is another story. But don't worry, I have an answer for you. His name is Jasper. Jasper, formerly known as Jarvis, is a content creation AI or artificial intelligence that can help you finish blog post articles, create SEO content, make engaging social media posts and more, usually two to five times faster than doing it on your own. I admit I was a little skeptical before I gave Jasper a try, and I'm thoroughly impressed with how Jasper creates original, worry-free content. In fact, most of what you just heard me say over the last minute or so was created by Jasper. With just a little input from you, Jasper will take care of the rest, from brainstorming ideas to writing paragraphs to releasing you from the shackles of writer's block. Blogger Evolution listeners get an exclusive deal by visiting bloggerevolution.com slash Jasper. That's bloggerevolution.com slash Jasper. You will get a free five-day trial, 10,000 words automatically added to your account for free upon signing up, and my personal blog recipe to shorten the learning curve and get you up and running as soon as possible. To learn more and to get started, head over to bloggerevolution.com slash Jasper. That's bloggerevolution.com slash Jasper for your free bonuses i must say this is one of the best purchases i've ever made link whisper is an amazing plugin it has its faults don't get me wrong but the fact that it gets you in the state of mind of looking for internal links as soon as an article is created i think that's worth its weight in gold regular people are taking their passions and interests writing about it in a blog and making a living from it. But not everyone is successful. There is a right way to build a blog and a wrong way. And I am here to help you succeed with your online business. My name is Chris Miles, and this is the Blogger Evolution Podcast. Oh, and welcome to the Blogger Evolution Podcast. My name is Chris Miles, wherever you are, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your day. All right, so we have an exciting one. This is the official month one update for Project Colvin. This was the um, expired, no, no, it wasn't expired domain. This was a age domain that already had content around 42 articles. And um, if you remember from the episode a couple of weeks ago where we, uh, I told you all of the things that I did initially upon acquiring the website, got it from motioninvest.com. And now it's been a month. You know, and uh, let's just see how some of the changes have um, impacted the site in terms of traffic and revenue and other little small things that me as a uh, publisher, online publisher, online blogger, whatever you want to call it, really salivates about. (laughs) You know, this is some really, really good stuff that I, I enjoy doing. I love geeking out on this information and hopefully you can learn a thing or two, you know, and uh, especially when it comes to the mistakes <laughs> that I'm inevitably going to make with this stuff, you know, but um, this is going to be fun. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Uh, again, this is the Project Colvin month one update uh, in terms of traffic. So in terms of traffic, this site had 5,245 visitors um, in December, but in January it had 5,159. So yes, there was a dip of about 2% 
in traffic. A big reason for that is because uh, this is somewhat of a seasonal niche. So during the winter, it's going to die. And, uh, you know, I'm not. But in some ways, that's a good thing. In some ways, that's a bad thing, because some of the numbers that I'm seeing now, even though the site is dipping, should show that there should be some really, really huge gains as the uh, spring comes on and the summer. And plus, next year, I do plan on creating some articles that can kind of help during that winter uh, that might spike during the winter. But that's, a, you know, something that we'll talk about probably in month five or six. Anyways, so uh, this site was acquired on officially acquired, I should say, on January 1st. And if you remember from the previous episode, I was having some issues getting it over to uh, Ezoic. Um, some of the website stabilization, I guess you can call it, where I'm moving everything to my stuff. I'm putting all of my affiliate links um, onto the site and removing the previous owner's affiliate links. I'm also adding um, tables and uh, moving up affiliate content and redesigned all of the uh, uh, the theme on it and tried to move the content up, a lot of stuff like that. And I've seen some improvements based on how the site performed even in the past year to how it's performing now in January, even though it's a down month. So we'll get into all of that. So in terms of income, let's go ahead and just you know talk about that straight away. Uh, in January, sorry, in December, in December of 2021, the site uh, was earning, it earned $63 with the Zoic revenue and $45 with Amazon revenue. Now, part of that was cut off by around a third or so week of the site because that's when the, uh, the, the seller went ahead and started to sell the site. Now, through January, through the entire month of January, through Ezoic, the site has made $95 from Ezoic and $20 from Amazon. So it's not a huge difference. I believe that's $108 in December, $115 in January. That's a 6% increase. I'll take that. Um, onboarded onto Ezoic officially on January 7th. Um, because I did run into a couple of issues with um, their computers thinking it was scraped content when it really wasn't um i had to you know, there's a whole other story if you want to check it out go check out i think it's episode probably 23 of um of this particular project colvin case study i'll be sure to link it in the show notes if you want to check it out as well so because i lost about a week of revenue um with that with having to deal with that uh the amazon revenue would have been much higher than 95 dollars um you know at least you know let's just say i added a third of that because I lost out on about a week. That would have been what another thirty bucks or so. So I probably would have been one hundred and twenty dollars or so in Amazon. Uh, sorry, in Ezoic revenue. Amazon. I didn't expect too much from that. Someone actually came through and bought like a high ticket item that was like three hundred bucks, and that actually made a big part of the twenty dollars. But that's not bad. It's still a six percent increase in income month to month. So from the time that I didn't own the site to the time that I do own the site, increase of 6%, I'll take it. Uh, next up is, uh, oh, what I expected with this site, because I did a big vetting process before acquiring the site because I was wondering what the EPMVs or the earnings per thousand visitors uh, before I acquired it, because I was worried about what it was going to be in terms of display ads. And I see a lot of people on average getting, you know, $10, $14, maybe on a high end, $17 or so. Uh, I was able to get throughout the month of January, about a $29 to $30 EPMV. Now, I want you to think about the, the ramifications of that, all right? This is the down part of the, uh, the year for this particular niche. And I still was able to ink out $30 per thousand visitors. 
that right there is outstanding to me. And I cannot wait until March to see if this thing blows up. There were some individual pages that were getting upwards of a $99 EPMV, and it had about 20, 30 hits on it. So it's not a ton of data, but it definitely gave me some uh, interesting information because now all I got to do is just create more content like that one because I know I'm going to get more bidding on it from advertisers, which means more income for the site. I think that that's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. You know yo, I mean... $30 during the down month. It can't get any better than that. So that's really fun right there. Um, I didn't have video ads on the site. I actually was struggling putting video ads on it. If you've ever dealt with Ezoic before, when you are using their Chrome plugin, you have to be very specific with it in order for it to work. Um, the only way I was able to get it to work is to go into like an incognito window or something and just completely, you know, no cookies at all just so that it can actually work. And that's actually what I got to do it. But I didn't figure that out until early February. So uh, in January, there were no video ads on the site. And actually, I'm in the process of probably creating a few video ads. I've heard that you can get upwards of 10, 20% bump in your ad revenue because of this video, right? So, um, you know, the Chrome plugin wasn't the greatest experience in the world with Ezoic, but I was able to figure it out. So uh, the site did make about 115 or so dollars for the month. Now, I do have some expenses. Now, remember, January was the first month. So a lot of these expenses are going to be one time. I'm not going to have to worry about or annual, I should say. One one I'm not going to worry about paying it again until January. So uh, here are a few expenses. I did buy the AAWP uh, WordPress plugin um, for uh, putting up tables that can connect directly to Amazon so I can make sure I stay in compliance with their images and, and all of that fun stuff. That has already increased um, some of the revenue on the site. I am noticing more clicks to Amazon, fewer purchases, but more clicks to Amazon, which always is a good thing because now people are... Uh, making sure that I'm getting the cookie onto their computer so that they can actually go through and make a purchase. Um, I did purchase the Astra Pro theme. This is totally optional. I particularly like having a little more granular experience with how I create a site. So uh, the Astra Pro theme is just fine. It'll work great if you wanted to use it. I wanted to go ahead and get the Pro theme. That was $47. Uh, Short Pixel, which helps with image optimization on the site. I wanted to make sure that I had... Uh, next-gen formats for the images that makes it uh, very fast and I am getting about a 99 when I run it through PageSpeed Insights which doesn't get any better than that right PageSpeed Insights is uh, very valuable in trying to make sure that we get our core web vital stuff uh, taken care of um, I did invest in Link Whisper as well I must say this is one of the best purchases I've ever made Link Whisper is an amazing plugin it has its faults, don't get me wrong, but the fact that it gets you in the state of mind of looking for internal links as soon as an article is created, I think that's worth its weight in gold. Uh, it's not as complicated as going to Google, you know, typing in site and then putting in your site and then trying to find relevant stuff on your page. You can actually do it just with Link Whisperer. Um, again, it's not perfect, but I do like the mindset it puts you in because now you can have suggestions and edit it and change it here based on what the link, what the uh, plugin thinks you should be using with internal linking. That has also helped with a lot of the increase on the site as well in terms of revenue because with the... Uh, increase in page views, I am now getting more page views, which means I'm getting more revenue from the ads. Also, I did get Ninja Tables for $29. This, the idea for getting Ninja Tables is 
even though AAWP handles Amazon stuff, Ninja Tables doesn't. And I know that Astro Pro has some native ones that you could use, but I heard a lot of people talking about it, and I probably jumped the gun, to be honest, with buying Ninja Tables, but it was $29. So uh, I do... I also create, uh, bought some content for it, even though I didn't post the content onto the site until later in the month. Uh, I ended up spending about 500 bucks on some content and got it out there and um, it's doing well. So as of right now, if you were to take out the content, I'm working at a loss of about 100 bucks for the month. Um, if you include the content, then I'm looking at a loss of about $600. Now, granted, I look at content as being a growth cost. A growth cost isn't necessarily, doesn't need to always be included in the expenses, at least I don't think so, because I don't have to do it. I could actually um, type the content myself if I wanted to and save all of that money. But I'm doing a million things, so I can't necessarily have all the time in the world to be doing that. So I include both of them, and then I'll just let you decide if it's uh, something that we need to worry about um, whether you should include it or not in the uh, expenses for the website. All right, so here are some of the improvements that we made onto the site. Um, the first month of the site, I like to consider it the the stabilization part of the site because that's where I'm getting everything over. Like we mentioned previously, changing all of the affiliate links, replacing with uh, a better theme because the theme that was there was not that great. Uh, Link Whisperer, that was huge. Um, site gets uh, direct traffic. So I went ahead and decided to redesign the homepage. Before the homepage was just a blog roll. And uh, I noticed through looking at the analytics, the site actually gets a, a decent percent of people who are going directly to the site from some previous backlinks or whatever. So I've decided to go ahead and redesign the homepage and make it look nice to hopefully encourage some people to go through and <coughs> make a, a decision if they want to backlink to the site or not. Um, we also mentioned the Exoic issues. Uh, if you want to, again, check that out, just be sure to check out episode uh, 23, I believe. Um, I also added a nofollow plugin. Now, I don't normally use nofollow plugins, and I mean, you never really know what works in this business until you test it. But I have seen a couple of colleagues using it and going to be more judicious with what links are sending out link juice versus ones that aren't sending out link juice, right? So that's what the whole idea is for this one. It does add an extra step to adding content to the site because if I do have any do follow links, I have to go and put it in the exceptions list on it. So I'll let you know how that works out. I think it's going to work out better because it'll give my site a cleaner backlink profile. And uh, I won't have to worry about sharing the juice to places, sharing the link juice to places that don't necessarily need it. Um, fixing the internal linking. Now, a big thank you to Link Whisper. Okay. Um, if you, by the way, if you want to check them out, I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes. You can check it out over at bloggerevolution.com/linkwhisper. That's bloggerevolution.com/linkwhisper. I'll probably have a dedicated episode or at least a YouTube video um, that talks about Link Whisper. It's been amazing because even though traffic dipped in the month, we remember I had a negative 2% traffic going down, the page views and oh, sorry, the sessions per page view actually went up. And that's because the people who were landing on the site were getting around more than the people who um, then previously, because they weren't necessarily going through the site. They may be landing on an article reading the article and then splitting. But because I have internal linking now, better internal linking, people are landing on the site. They're seeing other information. Oh, he has an article about this. Oh, he has an article about that. Oh, this is interesting. What is he talking about here? All of a sudden, now I'm getting more uh, pages per session, 
than I was before, which actually helps with ads because people are sticking on the site longer. And that's really what's most important, right? Um, a couple of other things too that I noticed uh, compared to last year, with all of the changes that I've made, especially with fixing the theme and moving the content up on the page. So when I say moving the content up on the page before, you know, everyone is, you know, everyone loves their featured images and I get it. You should put featured images onto your blog posts, but sometimes when the featured image is just huge on top of the page and a person lands on it, yeah, it's nice to see the picture, but they really want an answer to their question. So what I've done is I've taken a lot of those featured images and on the blog post itself, I just move it down a couple of paragraphs and maybe even shrink it a little and then make sure that you center align it. And by doing that, the content is higher up on the page. So there's an old newspaper um, phrase that was above the fold, meaning above the fold. So as soon as someone lands on your site, what is the first thing that they're seeing? If they have to scroll to get to your content or if they're on their mobile device or whatever, you know, that's an opportunity for them to, you know, for a reader to be lazy and not, not want to scroll. Oh, I didn't get the answer here and then split. So by moving the content up, I've noticed that the time on page has increased by quite a bit. So let's go ahead and talk about that. Um, compared to last year, all right, the pages per session was 1.15. But now, after I've made some of these changes, the pages per session is now 1.4. So that's a 22% increase just from fixing the theme, making it cleaner, as well as moving that featured image. Now, here's the real cool one right here. The average session duration. This is when someone lands on the site, how long are they sticking around on the site? It used for the entire year of 2021, before I even acquired the site, the average time on page was about 44 seconds. After making these changes, the average time on page is now one minute and 15 seconds. That's a 71% increase. Think about that 71%. That means people are staying on my site 71% longer than they used to. Now, to try to quantify this and make you see how this is super important when it comes to advertising, I'm sure that you've been on a website before and the ads pop up and then every what, 10 to 15 seconds, maybe 20 seconds, the ads refresh. And then you see a whole new set of ads. I, as the content creator, or as the website owner, you know, I make more money because that's more impressions and it's more likely for you to click one of them because you've seen more ads since being on my site. So now that the, the time on page has gone from 44 seconds to a minute and 15 seconds, that's an additional what? It's almost 30 seconds more, right? A little more than 30 seconds more, 31 seconds more. So now if the site was, or if the ads were now refreshing every 15 seconds, that's two additional ads per user that is now, uh, that's being shown ads on the site. Think about that. I'm getting two additional ad impressions per person who, who lands on the site. That is outstanding to me only because I made the change of moving the featured image down and then moving the content up higher onto the page. That's amazing. Uh, another thing that I liked about um, the changes that have been made so far is that the bounce rate uh, went down 7%. So it went down from about 80, 87% to 81% on average. That's pretty good, you know. Um, sometimes people are always asking, you know, what's a good bounce rate? You know, I have pages that have a 98% bounce rate and do just fine. And then I have some that have a 70% bounce rate 
and they do just fine as well. Um, the longer someone stays on your site, the, if they're bouncing, there's a reason they're bouncing. Either the content isn't uh, meeting their needs for what it is they're looking for, or there's something wrong with the site that's making them want to leave, like having a big featured image at the top. <laughs> okay, so uh, just keep in mind, you know, things that you want to do to try to keep your bounce rate down as well, but it's not the end of the world if it's like ridiculous in the 90s. It really just depends on the purpose of that page. You really have to put your mind, put your mind, put yourself in the mind of someone who's finding that page. What is it that they're trying to do? And then you try to facilitate that as best you can. And that's what can help bring down your bounce rates. All right. So um, let's go ahead and take a break from a couple of our affiliate partners. And uh, we'll see you in a second. Did you know that if your website is running too slowly, it can cause higher bounce rates, lower search engine rankings, lower page view numbers and lower conversion rates? To put it simply, a slow website means lower profits. In fact, if your site is delayed by more than one second, it could literally be costing you thousands of dollars a year. But don't worry, I have an answer for you. WPX Hosting. WPX Hosting has some of the fastest website hosting on the planet with lightning quick servers, 24-7 support that is available in less than 37 seconds when you need them, blazing fast load speeds, and even a free high-speed content delivery network or a CDN. But that is not the best part. Even if you are on another web host, WPX Hosting will work with you for free to migrate your site in less than one day. Along with automatic backups, malware scanning and removal, email, staging areas, and 99.95% uptime guarantees, WPX is the exclusive web host for the Blogger Evolution podcast. Our friends over at WPX Hosting want you to join the family as well. For a limited time, you can enjoy a 50% discount on the first month of hosting, meaning you can make your website faster for less than $13. Visit bloggerevolution.com hosting for your 50% coupon. That's bloggerevolution.com hosting. Remember, a fast Faster website means higher profits. Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step -step process that I call the Nifty 50 Core Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive webinar discounts, one-on-one -on -one training, and a community that can help you answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com income. All right, and we're back. So let's go ahead and just talk about my feeling, okay? Let's talk about how the month went. This was the month that I acquired this site and, you know, I had some roadblocks. I'm not going to lie, but to be an entrepreneur, it's just becoming a very good problem solver. And if you, you know, if you, if you run it the first time, it's going to be an issue. 
you know, especially with the Zoe thing, that was scary. I mean, let me just tell you, that was scary at the beginning of the month when I submitted my site to Ezoic just for them to say, oh, yeah, you have scraped content on here, plagiarized content. We're not going to onboard your site. And then after I fixed what I thought they were seeing, again, they were denied it again, and they said that my site had been banned for six months. So here I am thinking, I just laid down all of this money for this site, and I'm not going to be able to put Ezoic ads on it. Now, there are other ad networks, but still, that, that was the goal. Even though that they had uh, Ezoic ads on the site literally the previous week, you know, back in December, why can't I get on, get it on right now? But um, I was able to, you know, contact the manager there and they looked at it, said, oh, yeah, it actually was a mistake. Sorry about that. And literally within seconds, my site was up and running with Ezoic ads. So when stuff like that happens, a normal person, OK, would throw up their hands and be like, you know what, I'm done with this. But. Us entrepreneurs, we are a different breed. We don't give up because, all right, if it doesn't work this way, then we just need to find a way around it. And that's a very, very good skill set to have because doing that, no matter what happens, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up, right? So, uh, so that's how the month went. I, I was a little, you know, on edge early on, but then as things started to uh, progress, and time happened without actually looking at every single thing every single day, just, you know, taking some time to move the site over. Now that I'm in month uh, two of owning the site, it's now time to move to the growth phase of the site. I've already done all of the optimizations. I've got it on faster hosting. I've done, I've done all of that stuff. Now it's time to start growing the site as much as I possibly can. And of course, we would do that by adding more content. So um, I already had a list of about 50 article ideas in this particular uh, category or silo that I'm going to be creating onto the site. I'm going to be adding probably another 20 to 30 articles to that and then going to be moving on to another silo um, and being a little more direct in what it is I will be talking about in terms of affiliate revenue as well and getting those things up and running so that I can make more money with the site. Uh, so far, I have gotten a few writers. I did put an order in for some articles toward the tail end of the month, and some of them came back great. Some of them didn't. That's the reality of when you're using um, an, a, an agency and I'm using Writers Access. Um, very good service, by the way, because once you do kind of filter out and do get your what they call your favorites or your love list, then you can always create some article um outline some content briefs, send it out to the uh, to the uh, writers, and you get your stuff back literally within a day or two. That's an outstanding service, in my opinion. So uh, regardless, um, I'm getting better at that. Writer's Access has been amazing in that particular aspect uh, because even after I was putting in some uh, content, I got a call from them, just a random call, just saying, hi, we noticed that you're, you know, you've been putting in some content. We just want to see if is there anything we can do to help. You know, I mean, I grant, I get it. There's a lot of money in this for them, but the customer service aspect of that was really nice just to be able to have someone to talk to, not an email, you know, an actual person picking up the phone and just saying, Hey, Chris, what's going on? How have you been enjoying the service? You know, do you have any questions? And actually we ended up talking for like half an hour, just about random things. And, um, now I feel like I can use the site more, which I will now. And a lot of that's happened, you know, because I decided to uh, well, because they called me versus me going to another agency and trying them out. So that's really awesome. I definitely recommend writer access. Um, I'm spending about three to four cents per word on articles. Um, 
you could probably get it a lot cheaper, but you might have to end up editing the articles even more. Um, sometimes when it comes to cost, I mean, if you're talking about a penny difference for a thousand word article, that's that's not too much of a difference. Um, it adds up over time, but the ROI, the return on investment that you're going to get on the content, you know, it's not too much of a big deal. So uh, three to four cents is what I'm paying, and I'm getting some pretty good articles back and posting them onto the site. Um, even though we are here in February, um, I am starting to see a little bit of, uh, you know, the, the line kind of moving up in terms of traffic and in terms of impressions. So um, Google's picking up the articles, which is great. That's one thing I was trying to figure out because a lot of people have been having uh, issues with indexing as of late. I've seen people who have literally hundreds of articles on their site and Google has only indexed a third of them. And you know, that can be kind of scary. You know, I, I totally can understand that sentiment because you're like, Google, why won't you read my stuff? Um, but I, I have not had any at all indexing issues with this site. I had um, there was an article that I posted at the end of January, literally within 24 hours. It was already on the first page. So if anything, a uh, the fact that this is an aged domain because it has has had content on it. It's a four-year-old domain. It already has some authority within Google. The fact that I can write an article and have it rank in the same day and start getting traffic literally within a day, that right there makes the whole age domain process, in my opinion, worth it. it it's, it's crazy how quickly that started to work and already starting to see some traffic to the site. Um, I did redesign the homepage. We mentioned it earlier. I did so specifically just with Gutenberg blocks. I didn't use any page builders you know i'm a big thrive themes guy but i i'm not using it on this particular site just just so i can see if i can build a site without having to always use thrive and it's working out great it, it is uh it, it is a more of a learning curve because since i haven't done it very often i'm gonna have to reteach myself how to use a lot of the gutenberg blocks and i'm not using classic by the way i'm just using gutenberg blocks to build it up um i believe i was able to find a couple of uh things on YouTube of people just building homepages with Gutenberg blocks. I found a guy. I liked the way that he was building his sites. I went ahead and used it. I believe that was actually uh, Chris over at Niche Safari. If you haven't checked him out on YouTube, go check him out. Chris at Niche Safari. Um, I'm feeling good about the direction that this site is going, uh, really, because of just a few of the changes that we've made and then seeing you know, average time on page, the page views, things like that going up, even though we're in a down part of the niche, a down part of the year with a particular niche, seeing almost a $30 EPMV. That is mind blowing because it makes me wonder what the EPMV is going to be in April. You know, what is it going to be in June? Uh, it's going to be outstanding. And hopefully, you know, even if it stayed at 30 bucks, I, I could live with it. You know, if it stayed at $30, I'll be fine. Um, that's the, you know, I mean, again, <laughs> I hate to harp on it, but like I said, if there's some people who are, might be getting, you know, 14, $15 EPMVs, they get 30,000 people to their site. You know, they're making X amount of dollars. If I get 30,000 people to my site with a 30 EPMV, I'm making double the amount of money or the site's generating double the amount of money that it was making before. So I believe that the niche selection was on point. Um, I will be continuing to reach out to niche uh, affiliate partners. I'm going to be honest, some of them that I have reached out to have been dragging their feet, not answering the emails. And if they do, it's a weird, vague response. And then I have to respond back and then hope to hear from them again. You know, you can really only make your best guess as to sending out an email. 
If they don't respond, following up, maybe following up a third time, at that point, it might not be worth the time, effort, and aggravation and headache to continue following up with them. Because if they're not that diligent in working with somebody who can bring them more business, I don't know if I want to work with that type of company. Because once we get down in the weeds and I'm sending them tons of traffic, and then all of a sudden... You know, maybe they don't have the money to pay me for that affiliate month or, you know, maybe they're tracking stuff weird and I don't get all of the credit. that I'm so, That's that's too much stress. Right. So I try a couple of times legitimately move on to another affiliate partner. Remember, you're generating the traffic. You're bringing these you're bringing these businesses affiliate traffic, which means they don't have to pay for it. Yet they're going to be getting sales based on what your site recommends. So you as the site owner, you have a little bit of power here. So if they don't, if they are not diligent with you now, how do you expect them to be diligent with you once you are officially working with them? Um, if it's a dream that to work with a particular one, then hey, go about it. Um, but if, it, if they're a dime a dozen and you can find someone that's very similar to them, find another place. Um, I am thinking about adding some subscription boxes to the recurring. Now, I got this idea from um, Mushfik over at uh, the website Flip. Um, subscription boxes. I mean, recurring revenue is like the holy grail of affiliate marketing because you can only need to make the sale once and then you can get paid over and over and over and over again. So I'm looking into some subscription boxes. And by the way, this works with almost any niche. Uh, almost every niche has some type of subscription boxes that you can sign up for. And if they have an affiliate program and people stick around month after month after month, you are going to get a, uh, a recurring revenue for it from them. Always look for a recurring revenue, by the way. Even if a site says that they'll give you money up front, if you really like it, you know, and by the way, I am signing up for these subscription boxes to make sure that they are good. But I'm probably only going to keep them for a month because I only need it for a month. But uh, I'm going to sign up for them, make sure that it's good. And then as people are signing up, I can hopefully keep they can stick around month after month. And then I continue to make more affiliate revenue that way. Um, again, fully moving into the growth phase of it, um, adding new sources of traffic, adding new content, especially the guide is to get about 30 articles up in the month of February. Um, I want to average about 30 articles a month. Um I know a lot of people out there are putting hundreds of articles a month. You know, I mean, I don't have time to do all of that. And, um, you know, frankly, I don't want to put that much money into the site yet. You know, anywhere from, you know, $500 to $1,000, I can get 30 articles out there. So I'm just going to go with that each month until the site starts to really generate itself. And then just take a lot of what is uh, generating, reinvesting it into content, and then blowing it up that way. So who knows by the summer, I might be putting a lot more money into content. But as of right now, only about 30 articles per month of which I'm writing, you know, five of those articles or so, you know. So I still have a long way to go with this site. This is just month two, okay? This is just month two that we're going into. Month one is done, and we're going into month two. So uh, really excited about the way that the, that the site is going. Like, um, you know, if there was some negative things going on, I would definitely tell you. But so far, everything's looking up on it. Uh, almost too good to be true, to be honest. But, hey, we're going to go ahead and try it out. Uh, and see exactly how it goes. So if you'd like to uh, check out um, month one, or sorry, month zero of this particular Project Colvin SEO uh, uh, niche site case study, be sure to go check out month zero where we talk about a lot of things that we set up. Um, it's cool to talk about what a lot of what we set up earlier and where it is now. So 
definitely looking forward to how the site is going to grow in the future all right so that's it for me thank you so much for listening please enjoy your week um if you haven't already please leave us a rating over at apple podcast if you are so inclined share the podcast um anywhere if you're on facebook if you're on instagram appreciate it but be sure to tag me because at chris miles official because if you tag me i do have a few thousand followers can get your website or your business some exposure always remember keep building keep growing and i'll see you later Peace.